you're a person who, I don't know, wears pants, you can know that fall can be a crazy time. You're overheating one second, uh, nearly freezing to death in the uh, next. You need to be ready for anything, and you need to have a pair of underwear that can handle anything that comes your way. And that means you need to make the switch to Tommy John underwear. Uh, these are fantastic. You're going to be glad that you did. When you wear Tommy John, you're much cooler. Uh, that makes everything better. Tommy John, of course, is lightweight, breathable, has four times the stretch of competing brands with dozens of comfort innovations. Tommy John keeps you looking and feeling cool all season long from lounging at home to the outdoor summertime fun. These work for all seasons. They're really comfortable. They have great loungewear as well. No matter what you're doing, you just get home, get into these things. You're going to love it. Uh, they sold over 17 million pairs because people absolutely love their underwear and loungewear. And there's no risk because you're covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. TommyJohn.com slash Beck is the place to go. Get 20% off your first order right now. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. 20% off right now. Check it out now. See site for details. But that site that you would go to see those details is TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Big show coming up here, Glenn. Oh my gosh! Great show. Aren't you Great excited show. about? We're it? gonna start. We're gonna start with actually some uh, positive news. I never believe you when you say these things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always, always kind of hedge the positive news thing. So. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah. More than just a theme song, stand up. Now is the time to stand up. You can't compromise with people who are only taking from you and never giving on their side. And there is no way to compromise with evil. And that is what we're facing. But I want to show you a couple of examples of people who are standing up and making a huge difference. We go there in 60 seconds. Jerry wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, two years ago, I couldn't even walk up my own stairs, let alone do anything. Pain was so bad. But ever since I started taking Relief Factor, all of that changed. Now I'm doing my own lawn care again. Oof, and even snow removal in the winter. You know, Jerry, I'd just like to point out, here in Texas, you never have to shovel the snow. And you don't really uh, ever have to shovel sunshine either, so... Is that true? Yeah. Good. Because yeah. Uh, that's why Texas is better. Yeah. I just is. have to say. It is. Jerry, glad, glad you got your life back with Relief Factor. Relief Factor is something that has been developed for people who just don't want to be spaced out on drugs uh, and they just have incredible pain. It is uh, a four-angle attack on inflammation in your body, which is what most pain comes from. 
Three-week quick start. Developed just for you, $19.95 a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. It works. It works for me. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800, the number 4, Relief. 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel. What? Go ahead. No, feel. Do your tagline. Feel the difference. There you go. I mean, look, I love Relief Factor. It's great. But I mean, what if I do want to be spaced out on drugs? Yeah, it's not the thing for you. In our society. I wouldn't mind a big bag. Can I just take Relief Factor and then add on additional illegal (laughs) drugs? Yes, you could. Yes, you could. And well, you would go to jail, (laughs) but the average lefty would not. No. The person selling them to you, Mm -hmm. not going to go to jail. We put the police officer that arrested him in jail instead. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) Okay. I want to talk to you a little bit about some people all around the world that are standing up um, and making a difference. Uh, There's unrest unrest in iran and i know you haven't seen much about this um you know can you imagine if ronald reagan uh had this opportunity or donald trump had this opportunity where the unrest is so popular in iran all you have to do is just to encourage it 22 year old woman uh fell into a coma she was detained by the quote morality police on September 13th in Tehran, she was uh, she made the great, 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 great crime of having a lock of her hair exposed by her face. OK, now, ladies, don't let this happen to you. She's supposed to wear the hijab and she had a piece of her hair that had fallen out and I, I guess was, you know, on her forehead. So they took her right from the subway, and um, and she died in the hospital three days later. She was fine, but officers beat her head with a baton and then, uh, you know, banged her up against the vehicles as they were beating her on the way uh, to jail. So, uh, great. She suffered a heart attack, and protests started to uh, happen all over Iran. Uh, first started in northwestern Iran because that's where she is from, and they were on the front line of the unrest. But then it started to spread, and it is still going on. Now, the I think it's Basaji that is the moral police. They help the security forces crack down on the uh, protest, and they're doing all kinds of things. They're They're taking motorcycles, and they're rounding people up on the streets, and then they're just beating them. Uh, anything they can do to get the people to comply, they will not comply. Now, this has been generally women who have been standing up. They've had enough. Now it's gone down to teenagers and children. There is a new video out that shows schoolgirls um, where the school had brought in a member of the Basiji. And they were talking about morality, and all of the girls in this class took their headscarves off and uh, started shouting, "Get lost, besiege! Get lost, besiege!" We don't know what ha- <clears throat> we don't know what happened to them, but we also have a uh, video uh, on social media: a man shouting "Death to the dictator!" as another group of girls walk through traffic. An elderly woman clapping as the unveiled schoolgirls chant freedom, freedom, freedom at a protest. These are school girls, school girls. They are the front now, the front line of the Iran protests. 
The education minister for, you know, the uh, totalitarian government said authorities should be prepared to counter the protests by young Iranians who uh, claim have been trapped through their exposure on the Internet. In another uh, clip that shows video of uh, schoolgirls running away in a panic uh, while in the background, motorbike engines roar with a man shouting, get lost, get lost. That uh, looks like the security forces on the bikes chasing the chasing them down uh, and beating the young schoolgirls. Just wanted to just wanted to point out young schoolgirls who are being beaten to death are standing up for themselves and for their God-given rights. J.K. Rowling is also in the news today. She taking she takes apart genderists. Uh, she said in a brief Twitter uh, thread yesterday, she slammed them for making excuses when they reve- when when it was revealed that a pedophilia apologist is sitting on the board of trustees at a transgender's children's charity. Now she's a lefty, make no mistake, but she's also somebody who has drawn a line in the sand and said, you know, the gender the- theology, I'm not with it. She says it erases women. Well, she's right. She's been labeled a turf trans exclusionary radical feminist. Now, she still speaks out. She has had death threats, um, but she saw a story that Dr. Jacob Breslow, an associate professor of gender and sexuality at the London School of Economics, had resigned from the transgender children's charity, Mermaids, after people became aware that he had once spoken at a conference and was promoting support for pedophiles. She writes, I note generous are now arguing that it doesn't matter that a pedophilia apologist was a trustee of a trans children's charity because he was only one. You know, I thought things were pretty bad when you were arguing to put convicted rapists in women's jails, when you shrugged off masked men roughing up lesbian protesters and tried to shout down detransitioners talking about what was done to them by ideologically captured doctors. Women, gay people, and vulnerable kids have suffered real harm, and you, you cheered it all on. You still prefer willful blindness and forward mantras to considering that you might have gotten this one badly wrong. You've become part of the authoritarian, misogynist, homophobic movement, and you didn't even notice. Enjoy the sense of your own righteousness while you can, because it will not last. Okay, so somebody responded to her and said, even if this doctor was stupid, given the level of scrutiny and how everything is twisted by turfs, That doesn't stop trans men from being men, trans women from being women, and non-binary people from being non-binary people. J.K. Rowling responds, perfect example. The problem isn't that a man wrote sympathetically about, excuse the expression here, about orgasming on or with a child was made a trustee of a children's charity, but that the TERFs might twist his appointment. There are people standing up. And this is a very good thing and necessary. My question is, are you prepared now? Because things are changing. The FBI just uh, started uh, charging another group of pro-life prayer activists with what are called face crimes. 
The event happened last March in 2021. It was peaceful. Uh, They were lining the inside of a hallway of a shared general medical office, which in one area has a an abortion facility. The rescues rescuers were there. They were gathered in the hallway, one side of the hallway. They prayed. They sang. The event was nonviolent. They even recorded the uh, events on the video. And yesterday, with guns ablazing, the FBI came in to arrest these people. Now, I want you to know they're very dangerous people. Uh, Chester is 73. Heather is 58. Calvin, 57. Caroline is 24. Um, Coleman is 51. Dennis is 56. Paul is 55. And Eva is 87. They're being charged now, I, I should say. They were the the local police were called out back in March and uh, they were let go and given a misdemeanor. Okay, that's that's what happened. No other charges. The FBI heard about it somehow and they decided that this was a federal case. They came with guns a blazing yesterday. They're all being charged with a conspiracy against rights secured by the FACE Act and committing FACE Act violations. Look, last night on the TV show, I told you some very, very important things. And I want to reiterate them. I have never seen a government that is so antagonistic towards Christians. Have you? Towards people of faith. Nothing, nothing in regards to faith is sacred anymore and the media is doing their jobs pushing everything along directing the traffic google the words christian nationalism and watch article after article pop up people of faith are under attack you know why because they can't be subverted they can't be demoralized they will They will not become destabilizers. They are the ones that say, no, I'm not doing that. I refuse to comply. I am not going any further. And that's why you're so dangerous, because people who have faith, deep abiding faith, stand when others won't. They'll take a rifle butt to the face and then they'll stand up and forgive the person that hit them. And continue to stand. And that scares the hell out of anyone who wants authority over you. This is why you're under attack. This is why we must renew our faith and get back into our faith. This is why our preachers must continue to stand if they are standing and get up off their fat, lazy butts if they're not. Every person of faith should wear their faith as a suit of armor. Be active with your church. Stand with other churches when they face persecution. I know you don't agree with everything that that church is saying. Fine. But they have a right. And we used to believe, and I still believe, that you have a right to say even the most vile things. I'll fight for your right to say it. But I don't have to agree with you. If it gets to the point in this country where Christians won't stand, there won't be anyone else that will. Do not be afraid to call evil by its name. Surgically mutilating a child is evil. 
Do you remember when all of us, especially liberals, oh my gosh, because they tied it right to Christianity, all of us were horrified by the genital, uh, genital mutilation of girls in the Middle East. Can I ask you, what, the, what is the difference here? What is the difference? Except the parents are not with the government in America. In Somalia, in Iran, the doctors and the government run by the imams are lockstep with the mosques and the parents. Here, the parents are alone. And where are our churches? Where are our churches? You know who stood against abortion most of the time while the rest of us kind of was like, I don't know. Catholics. Now, where's your church? Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Is pedophilia something we still consider evil? These things are only allowed to grow because we don't stand up, because they want you to be afraid. Because if we begin to stand up, they will see, you will see, that they are in the minority. Not to stand is to stand. God will not hold us blameless. And it's not an act of a hero. It's just stating the truth. It's just being who you've always been. Saying the things you know are true. That's it. Telling children that they are bad based on the color of their skin is evil. Period. You know that. You have Martin Luther King on your side. Parents that don't, that don't want their children in drag time story hour are not terrorists. And to accuse them of that is evil. Because they are, they are only standing for what we all accepted, all of us, just three years ago. We accepted it as common sense and common decency. We don't celebrate abortions, nor do we burn cities in celebration or defense of corrupt ideas from a corrupt and evil group. Draw your line in the sand. Draw it. We have to stand. And now is the time to peacefully, with Christ in our hearts, stand up. How many apps do you have on your phone right now? Of that number, how many of them aren't just massive wastes of your time? Not very many, I'm guessing. Now, of that number, how many of them are actually saving you money every day? I'm guessing that number is somewhere in the area of zero. So let me tell you about Upside. Upside is an amazing app that'll save you money on gas, groceries, dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's that's really better than anything Joe Biden's doing. From there, you just find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy, and you'll feel the results right where it counts in your wallet. So I want you to go to the App Store right now, download the free Upside app. Just type in Upside and uh, use the promo code BECK. You'll get 25 cents or more back on every gallon for your first tank of gas. 25 cents or more back on every gallon. Promo code BECK. The app is called Upside. Download it now. 10 seconds, station ID.
So that was the uh, good news start of the program? Wow. I believe right before we went on the air, you said, you know, I've got some good news to start the show today. I said good news. Mm. There was a mm yeah, in there. Yeah. And for you. Well, it is good news because there are people standing up. Let me give you this one from right. California. California civil rights attorney Nicole Pearson says the effort to defeat a Democrat sponsored state bill that if passed would have allowed teens to get a COVID-19 vaccine without parental permission was sprawling grassroots effort that included everyone from parents to teachers to local government officials. This was a statewide grassroots effort. It took a coalition of many organizations, not just lawyers. We're talking about activists, grassroots, educational leaders working with representatives and local government. They defeated the bill. Mm, that's good. That's really good. There is. I, there are signs that people are standing up, which is really uh, interesting. I think the the homeschooling thing is a, is a really huge. Big, I, I heard the numbers today. Something like I think there's 2.7 million. Uh, people doing homeschooling in 2019 yeah and now we're up over five million now i would like that number to be even higher but you know basically doubling in just a couple of years yeah. is pretty remarkable and it's i it's, think i don't know if that number is right i've heard higher numbers than that great yeah like <laughs> up up the volume here yep because it that that's a great uh, change for our country and you know i of course no one likes how we got forced into it but it's a really good thing and you're seeing that where parents not only are more involved with their children, they're ultimately involved yeah. with their children when it comes to this stuff. I want to show you uh, something that I showed you last night on television, and it is a chalkboard uh, from 40 years ago. And not my chalkboard, chalkboard of a KGB um, agent. He was a guy who was was part of the strategy to destroy the United States of America. So he helped you know, write the plan and... And push the plan. So he kind of knew how they were going to do it. He escapes the Soviet Union. He defects. And he, in 1984, I think, three, he starts to uh, go around the country and he did a chalkboard. Well, I gave you that chalkboard last night. Next hour, I'm going to show you and everything will fall into place. I'm not saying the Soviets are doing it or the Russians are doing it. It is the plan, though, to do it. And I'm going to challenge you as you listen to it. Try to deny it's not happening. Mm. Try. Do your best. You won't be able to do it. And it shows us how far along we are and the solution. He said the only way this would fail, and we knew it, is if Americans... I'll tell you coming up. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You know, I think we have to come to a place where we can say that the America that we know and love is not disappearing. It's gone. It's gone. Now, God willing, and <laughs> that's, the, that's the key there, God willing, it will come back. But until it does, it's going to be rough. I need you to take some time about where you and your family are at uh, uh, at the financial center of your household right now. What's happening? What's your debt load look like? What's the interest on that debt? If it's credit card debt, it'll be sky high. Where are you finding opportunities to save money? The, the opportunities exist. You may not think so. 
But if you would take 10 minutes out of your day, the American Financing may be able to help you. They can do a free financial review. There's no strings attached to it. You just spend about 10 minutes and get them working on it, and they'll call you back and say, okay, here's what we think we can do, or you know what, there's nothing we can do, or there's nothing we can do now, except we can point you in the direction of how to get your credit back on track. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Let me get into some more good news. Trump is imploring the GOP to focus on crime as midterms near. He says people are afraid to walk outside. And that is true in many parts of the country. And it is working in um, Wisconsin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Ron Johnson and Mandela Barnes. And the big thing the Johnson campaign has hit Barnes on is his, you know, flirtations, many times overt with the the defund the police crowd he, right. did, he did an event with elon omar I mean, like, oh my yeah, gosh yeah, yeah. you want to talk about being clueless yeah yeah uh so they've been hitting him hard on this and this especially in wisconsin who's gone through a real rough couple of years <laughs> people might remember this is a situation where it's really damaging Barnes's candidacy, and I think this is the mess- a message that is working across the country. That's just the highest profile example of it. But Johnson's opened up a pretty consistent lead there, and usually Johnson wins when all of the polls say he's down by a couple of points, and then he winds up winning. Uh, now the polls are saying he's up by a few points. Mm. So things look it's pretty great. good there for Johnson. Um, also, it looks pretty good in Arizona. CBS, YouGov uh, survey uh, shows that Kerry Lake and Katie Hobbs are tied now, 49-49, um, which I, I'm surprised by. Especially, I think that'll change, especially since you know during the uh, debate, Katie Hobbs was asked, you know, do you have any specific lessons that you might have learned from uh, the Hispanic community? Which I think is a ridiculous question. It really is a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous question, question. I will say. But uh, no, she couldn't. <laughs> no, nope, she couldn't come up with anything. Uh, she um, she kind of struggled, you know, uh, a bit here and there. And um, and then she said, uh, well, um, uh, I, I, I have a sister in law who's a Latina. And then tried to say a few words in Spanish. <laughs> Didn't go well. Didn't go well. It's funny because so. it is such a random question. You can see. What would being, you say? I would say I don't categorize the lessons I learned by race. Now, I can say that, but she can't no, say she that. No, she can't say that. A Democrat can't say that. A Democrat can't say that. I think that's a totally legitimate response to that yeah. question. Why the hell would I think, you know, what What lessons have I heard learned by from Latinos today? Like, what weirdo thinks that way? You know, I have actually thought that. I've thought there's a really good lesson to so learn So you're here. the weirdo? I guess that, I'm the weirdo. <laughs> I mean, that way? Uh, you I know, don't think you, you think that way generally. I, no, if, if I, I didn't, to... I didn't. I wouldn't have thought of it like I've got to learn a lesson. Right. But what have I observed? Mm-hmm. I've observed God and family are oh. center in their families, and their families do pretty well. Mm. You know, they may not be at the top of the economic spectrum in America, but they do pretty well. Their families 
They know what their priorities are. And I think that's great. Well, and that, that, that answer also not available to Katie Hobbs. No, she can't no, say she that can't she say cares that. about the nuclear family. No, she can't. <laughs> no, she can't. Mm. Um, all right. So Blake Masters also uh, looks like he's narrowing the lead. Uh, Kelly with 51 and Masters 48. This has been narrowing for weeks. Yep. Uh, they pulled all the money out of Arizona, at least from, from the McConnell side of things. Which I think was a big mistake. I, you know, I think McConnell does want the majority, so he's going to, he may come back in. But hopefully, uh, d- there are also talks about Peter Thiel, who's been a big supporter of Masters, coming in with a with an influx of cash late in the campaign, which would be really, really helpful right now. Uh, because look, Masters has the debate tonight. This is the big one. Is tonight. Uh, I wish I could get that on TV. That, yeah. Love to watch yeah, I wonder that. if you can. You'd probably get, probably it online. get it online. Yeah, yeah. probably can. And it's a big one because really there hasn't been a side by side with Masters and Kelly. And I think I the, think the, Masters might cream him. I think so too. He's pretty smart. Yeah. He, you know, he's pretty smart. You know, he's a yeah. smart. Yeah. I mean, we talked to him. He's a yeah. smart guy. He's got a, a really good uh, history. You know, we worked, he was an entrepreneur, worked inside the tech industry. Kind of like he, I think he's going to be more impressive to Arizona voters than what they the know. media has presented. The oh, media yeah. has presented him as this crazy person yeah. who's just this lunatic. He's going to you know, come out and his eyes bulging out and he's going to be yeah. like, you know, doing all these crazy things and, and, you know, Mr. Election denial himself. I mean, we've talked to him a bunch of times. That's not him at all. I mean, he just seems like a, a really smart guy that wants to do the best thing for Arizona. So I think that's going to, ha- I think him being side by side with Kelly will help if he has a good performance today. Um, Ron DeSantis. Doing really well. He's doing really well. 11 point lead over Charlie Chris, which really only 11 over Charlie Chris. How, how could you possibly vote for Charlie Chris at this point? No idea. Now, no idea. An unnamed Democrat. There's plenty of people who might support that. But Charlie right. Crist obviously just goes wherever he can try to Charlie Chris, grab power. You could talk Charlie Crist out of supporting himself. Yes, 100%. If it would, it would give him the slightest advantage, he would do it. He, he would, would vote against himself. He would. Um, I also, uh, when you look at this too, this poll is important in that it is, I believe, entirely before... Yes, uh, it the, is the hurricane. Yeah. So, and and he has had rave reviews of uh, the way he's yeah. handled even the President Bar- Biden yesterday. Yeah. You know what's really great about the way he's handled things is, you know, he doesn't dismiss global warming. Oh, wait, what? That's not, <laughs> really? That's not even. That's nothing to okay. do with this. By the way, uh, he has long coattails. The same poll shows three Republicans seeking cabinet post du- double digit leads, double digit leads. Uh, that is, I mean, th- this is Florida, man. Mm-hmm. This is Florida. That's not a deep red state. Yeah. People forget Ron DeSantis won his, as the governor by 0.4 points. Yeah. He did not run away with that election nope. by any, by any nope. means. In fact, every big statewide election where you think of Republicans, what Rick Scott won very, very narrowly. They, that's, that's the, that's the way this works. You don't win by double digits as a Republican in Florida, Maybe until now. So we have to talk to the woman who is running for uh, the governor of Oregon. I think she might win. Now, she's she's still, um, you know, in the back. Uh, let's see. Chance to uh, Christian Drazen, who last week. Oh, my gosh. Last week in four consecutive polls took the lead. Did you know that? 
Yeah. Now, this is the race we, I think we talked about talked it about yesterday. yesterday. There is an independent gra- grabbing a large chunk of the vote there, almost 20%. So it's it's sort of like if you kind of go back to the Ross Perot type of election yeah. where there's a real split here. That That's the type of thing that hurt George H.W. Bush in uh, back in the day. I think it's helping uh, here, the Republican, and uh, there's a real chance. Here. Can I tell you something? Um, her opponent in a um, uh, in a debate, I think it was yesterday, called for the construction of a meth stabilization center. Uh, she wants safe havens. Well, it's for- called Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've seen this in action over the past couple oh of years. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that? With with everything that's going on in Oregon, crime, drugs, everything else, you're like, I think we should build a safe haven for meth users. <laughs> I mean, God help you, Oregon. If, if, if that woman wins, you're in deep trouble. This really is the separation between Republicans and Democrats right now. The Democrats want safe havens for meth users. Republicans want safe havens for people who are around, like who have to deal with the meth users. Like we, we safe havens for people, for people. Yeah, you know, they so they don't have to get attacked in the street by the meth users. You're trying to give safe spaces to that. That should that should be. That's what it really should be. Safe havens for people who want to go to work, raise their children, not get stabbed, or uh, have their kids die on fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah, that's a safe haven. That's a Republican that's, safe haven. <laughs> and I think that again, that message connects with people right now. Everybody feels this, you know, spinning out of control. No matter what what major city you live near, when you go down into the middle of it, uh, it seems like no one's really trying anymore to keep you safe. So there is there is hope because because of that real hope. But I I showed a chalkboard last night. And I'm going to talk about it here in about 15 minutes. Um, and you can find it at Blaze TV. It's a really important show. And I think it's not just sobering. It also gives you the answer. Okay. Because the guy who made this chalkboard 40 years ago, he was with the KGB. He said, here's how you do it from the inside. Because we were going to do it. So here's how the Soviet Union, this is before the, cl- the, the uh, uh, Soviet Union collapsed. He said, here's the plan. And I got to tell you, I'm not saying the Soviets are doing it or, you know, the Russians are doing it, although um, they'll pile on. Um, But it is exactly what is happening to us. And he said it's a 20 year plan. And the only flaw, the only way this can be stopped. And I'm going to let him tell you uh, next hour via videotape. He's long dead. But it is it's an it's an answer, you know an answer you know and it's an answer that it was like no, 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 no. yeah i will yeah i will this was the thing that the soviets felt was their biggest danger in this um uh also it, it is it's remarkable as a timeline because they said it was a 15 to 20 year plan how long have we been going through this too really mm. it's like september 11th right after that um it's about a 20 year plan. And he said that has to, it has to be 20 years because it has to get the next generation. It has to be in the schools and the kids have to be demoralized and confused and uh, everything that our kids are right now. 
And he said, because that generation is the one who's really going to push it through. Um, and uh, he, he li- laid out four steps. And I showed it last night on TV. Four steps. And we are at the end of the third step. And the fourth step is totalitarianism. And there's different ways that can go, but totalitarianism. So there's really only three steps to disaster. And we are at that line of disaster. This is like last call, last call. It's so important that you hear it. And I think it will give you great hope. At least it does me. I'm debating on whether I should tell you a story. I'm going to think about it. There's something that, um, something that's very personal uh, uh, to me um, that happened to me about two years ago. And while it was terrifying to think about it at the beginning, it actually totally changed my perspective. And by the end of a conversation, I was like, I feel so much better. I, I, I like really have hope. Um, let me think on that, but I think this will give you hope. I really do. So you can watch it on blaze TV. Join us, please. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm almost out of time. Uh, there is, I don't know if you saw this, this came out September 30th. Uh, a consortium of four private groups worked with the Department of Homeland Security and uh, and Department of State to censor massive numbers of social media posts they considered misinformation during the 2020 election. Then its members got rewarded with millions of federal dollars from the Biden administration. The Election Integrity par- Partnership is back in action again for the midterm elections. Raising concerns among people who believe in, I don't know, freedom that a chilling new form of public-private partnership to evade the First Amendment prohibition of government censorship may be expanding. What they did in 2020 is they set up this service that allowed federal agencies like Homeland Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, which I've never even heard of, and the state's Global in, um, Engagement Center to file tickets. They could go to this public-private thing, and the government agencies could say, um, I want to write a ticket, that's misinformation, you should remove it. And they would. They also, listen to this, they also gave, are empowered with federal agency-like power to the Democratic National Committee, Common Cause, and the NAACP, so they could write tickets as well and have people censored. We were on that list, uh, and I was specifically named. Um, I want you to know, it's a matter of time. Please, it is so important, and I know, you're, I know how hard you work for your money, and I know every dollar counts. But if you believe we can help you through things, please subscribe to Blaze TV and do it now. We are in a place where we are going to have to have you with us. Uh, join us if you can. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, and the promo code is Glenn. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, promo code Glenn, and save. Okay, I want to talk about standing again. Okay, there is another way for us to stand against evil, and that is 
that is with preborn. Preborn is this service that that knows that if we can get ultrasounds into women's health healthcare clinics, that when they see the ultrasound, when moms see it and and hear the heartbeat, they are eighty percent more likely to um, to to not abort the children. It's an amazing thing. I've been to one of these clinics here. I don't want to say which one, uh, but I've been to one of the clinics here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And it is amazing. It is truly amazing. We need more ultrasounds and we need some support from you and a donation of anything would help. Preborn, it is a way for you to be standing and counted. It's preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck. Read all about it. And if you would consider, please, helping us save babies. Helping save babies' lives. Say the keyword baby after you hit pound 250. Keyword baby or just go to preborn.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Okay, there's several things that you need to know that are going on, but the most important thing you need to know, I covered last night on my special, but everyone needs to hear it, and I urge you to share it with a friend. I go into it next hour. It is, um, it's really kind of like a, a map, and you will be able to see where we are right now in this system of of revolution because that's really what we're in right now i'll give that to you next the glenn back program